like for me time was really of the essence because I set the date that I wanted to quit and so for me it was like by that date the business needs to be up and running properly so how long did you give yourself I feel like I gave myself like a year but it ended up being like a year and a half because before I quit I made the mistake of telling everyone that I was going to quit including my mum um my mum's my biggest cheerleader but she's a teacher by trade and her mum was a teacher as well so I come from a lineage of like education everyone thought I was going to be a teacher for that reason like education is key but equally stability is key so you've got a finance job as a teacher it takes you years to earn what you earn in finance so she was like why would you throw that away like surely you can just do like your little business on the weekends and do your job full-time and then I'm sure you know how it goes. I started um, picking up the house phone and there would be an auntie on the other side of the phone. Like, <laughs> Jamelia, I heard that you're thinking of quitting your job. Yeah. So literally everywhere I was going, people were telling me like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it in various different ways. And then the only other person on the other end of the spectrum was my dad. She was like laid back Jamaican man, like just do whatever makes you happy. And that is just one thing that I just kept in my head. Like, okay, is this making me happy? It's not. And it's not because it's a bad job. It's not because it's a bad industry, but I just knew it wasn't what I was meant to be doing. And for me, that was really, really frustrating that I was like trying to fulfill something that like my food, my shoe just couldn't fit. And equally, I saw like my peers as grads, like putting themselves forward for, for promotions, like doing all of this overtime. And I was just like, I'm naturally quite an ambitious person. So for me to not feel the drive to be ambitious was a bit worrying because I was like, what's happening to me? Like, I'm usually quite ambitious. Why don't I feel driven to like progress in this career the way that I feel like I should? And so it was just a lot of indications that, no, it's not that this is a bad place. It's not that it was a toxic environment. It's just that it just wasn't where I was meant to be. Yeah, yeah. So was that extra six months enough time for you to save enough money or was it like just dealing with the conversations? I think it was more like, emotional for me like trying to just accepting the fact that I'm gonna have to make a decision that is displeasing to my family but is pleasing to me and I think it was just working through the guilt because my mum first generation in this country my grandma came over during the wind rush and when she got to the UK she was stripped of all her qualifications and had to train as a teacher from scratch so in my mind I'm thinking oh my god like the women in my family have worked so hard to get to where I've gotten to I started to think like, am I just being like a spoiled brat and being really selfish and just thinking about myself in wanting to quit and just pursue this like entrepreneurial journey that no one's really done before. And so I was like going back and forth in my mind, like, am I, am I like the guilt was taking over? Am I being stupid? Am I being naive? And then there was another part of me that was like, I'm so young that if this is a mistake, I can make a U-turn. Like this isn't like it's replaceable. Like yeah. what I had is replaceable. And I was really keen on make, maintaining a healthy relationship with my workplace, even on my exit, knowing that if it didn't go well, I'd want to do a U-turn and rejoin the company. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there was there was just a lot of conversation. So the six months, or I think it was like between six and eight months, that was literally just me working through the conversations. And ultimately, now that I look back, it was like me trying to listen to my intuition and get rid of the noise because there was a lot of noise around like other people's expectations, other people's projections, fear, which was ultimately what everyone was sharing. And it's not because they were bad people or like they were being horrible. It's literally just because they they valued safety and what I had was safety and they just didn't want me to undervalue it. Then it got to the point where I was like burnt out. Like I remember one day I was going to leave the house and I couldn't find my keys to open the front door and I literally just burst out in tears. 
And I was like, this is really pathetic. <laughs> like, it's actually not that deep. But I realized it wasn't, it was like the frustration of the situation. In addition to the fact that I was exhausted because I was trying to do both. I was literally getting to work for 7 a.m., 7.30, leaving at 7 p.m., working on Treasure Trust till like two, waking up at five and doing that like every single day. Yeah. I was like, this isn't sustainable. So once that, that moment in particular, I was like, okay, I, this is enough now. Like I have to just choose myself and whatever happens, happens. I'll just take the consequences. Yeah. What was day one like? Of quitting? Yeah. Oh God, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everyone's got this dream that like day one, you're going to go and have these meetings in the coffee shop. <laughs> oh my God. I remember sitting there with a calendar in front of me of the rest of the year. And I was like, what do I do? Like, there's so much to do that I don't even know what to do next. And then I just had to think, okay, it's a monthly box, which means there's a monthly deadline. Let me work backwards from that day of the month and try to figure out how I fill this box every single month. Yeah. And so I started doing that. But the day one, it was terrifying because mm. it felt like there was so much time in the day. Yeah. And before I was struggling to find the time. Yeah. And now it was like, there's so much time, but I don't even know what to do with it. And I started to think, oh, did I do this prematurely? But equally, I felt like, no, because my body physically couldn't, couldn't have continued. Mm -hmm. Mentally couldn't have continued. And emotionally, I was just not managing. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, it was the right decision and I'm going to have to figure it out. But right now, this is terrifying because I'm used to structure. Literally, you go to reception, nurse, well, nursery, reception, yeah. school, secondary school, university, job. You've got so much structure. And then all of a sudden, there's none. Yeah. So the first day was tough. But I think the hardest day was when payday rolled around and I didn't get paid. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow. Like, yeah. it's really up to me to make sure that I get paid. Mm -hmm. This is wild. Did that give you more of a push, though? Did, like, and say, like, Absolutely. Okay, yeah. Absolutely. Because... But then you also realise that no matter how much you save, it's never enough. Money, we need money in this Honestly, life. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm saving, but I saved. Yeah. But it's not enough. Like I have, to, this has to work. Mm. And that was literally, there was no other thought. It was like, this idea has to work. Yeah. There's no other choice.